This is AI Podcast, not artificial intelligence, agency intelligence. Our team's going to be 10 times stronger than all the other teams. A platform for agents. When people think of niche marketing, they're thinking so small scale. In real life agencies, sharing their thoughts. All you need to do is get in front of more people. To transform an industry. Better coverages, uh, better pricing, just better everything. Real. The difference between givers, takers, and matchers. Agents. I guess I took a slightly different path coming to the agency. I know a lot of agencies. You can partner your clients with those companies that are looking for that specific target market. This is AI Podcast. Are you ready? I am. Let's go. All right, all right, all right, you loyal listeners. Welcome to another episode of Agency Intelligence, where I give you a real agent inside a real agency, giving you the real agency intelligence and not the artificial that they try to make you believe out there. So here I am, Jason Cass. The whole reason why you're listening to this is not me. It is Mr. Ryan Keating is joining us. Uh, Mr. Ryan Keating. If you don't know him, you're getting ready to. So without any more, just the excitement is building. Here he is, Mr. Ryan Keating. He is... Here, um, he's very excited. They're they're overwhelmingly joyed. Ryan, how you doing, man? I'm doing well. You know, I'm living that uh, artificial intelligence life here. Artificial intelligence. That's right. That's right, man. Hey, and I appreciate you coming on. I know you're busy and shit, dude, just like everybody else is. But it was well. This is uh, overdue, um, and so I'm 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 thankful for having you on. I'm glad you asked, uh, and uh, I mean, it'll be published later, but it's also, you know, Cinco de Mayo, and in my mind, it's Cinco de Cast, so let's go. <laughs> Many people think that you're not the only one, so today is Cinco de Mayo. We're recording this at 12.06. This is the only time slot I ever do on uh, where I do lunch. Usually, it's early in the morning, as the loyal listeners know. Here we go. We Oh, also, loyal listeners, there might be someone who pops in here. His name is Ryan Chandler. Um, You may have listened to the podcast that we did before uh, where I introduced him to the world. I wanted him to pop in here. He's got a great personality, tons of of energy. If he pops in, that's uh, my co-host for the day. Anyways, here we go. Uh, Ryan, are you an iPhone or you a Droid user? Uh, Android. Oh, shit. Uh Uh-oh, uh-oh. We got somebody up in this house. That's what I'm talking about. That's what I'm talking about. Okay, I could use those forever. I just absolutely love them. Uh, you gotta I, get the uh, the air horn. You got the air horn? I don't think I have that, but dude, I need to get the air horn. Bom bom bom, or like what's it right? Uh, yeah, that's what I need to get in here. I do. I got like the drum roll thing. <laughs> you know, hey, you know, did the hi hat? Yeah, that's pretty good. And I guess we're going to do the national anthem ever. We can sit there. Oh, say can you. Yep, he's taking off, taking his off his I'm taking oh, your uh, your hairline notes. Oh, you. Oh, my hairline. I'm taking. Dude, I got more hair on it. Wait, it's going back. Yeah, it's ridiculous. It really truly is. What's the last app you downloaded, Ryan? Uh, good question. Uh, I think it's called My Mind. Uh, trying, trying this thing called Meditation. Uh, love it. 
Okay, fucking right. Uh, oh, sorry, loyal listeners. I mean, it's okay if we cuss, but that was that wasn't called for, right? You just don't have to say it right there. Um, but yeah, dude, that's awesome. Okay, I love that stuff. Love that stuff. Um, and then, do you love to win or hate to lose? Uh, love to win. Boom, boom, boom. You like to win? Any specific reason why you say that? Uh, usually because it's celebrated, and losing gives you a. A negative feeling so you know justifiable heard that many times one's negative winning. one's positive yeah it's, it's, it's luck or skill what's been a bigger factor in your life to get you where you want where you are now uh i would change that and say taking advantage of opportunities as they've come so inevitably luck with skill uh, so luck would be bigger than skill i agree dude I agree. You can be the most skillful person in the world if you sit your ass in your house and never come out. Ain't nothing happening, right? You just, it's lucky that you went to whatever meeting, met so whatever, you know, opened up a business and became a billionaire. You're al- almost there, Ryan. Almost there. What do you told me? You're like, goal is billion and you're like halfway there. So it's unbelievable. Yeah, it's they, they made a TV show about me. Yeah, that's right. Ryan, we all know that. It's okay. Um, So, Ryan, uh, tell us a little bit about you. Where were you born, man? So, uh, I was born into an insurance agency here in uh, West Hartford, Connecticut. And uh, left for a while and be back uh, six years this September here in uh, the greater Hartford area, the uh, former insurance capital of the world. So, us, uh, us New England boys... So should we assume that your agency is a woman since you were born into it? I've never had anybody tell me the agency they were born into. I was kind of talking about where did you come out of your mother's womb? Uh, yeah, here, here in Hartford. No, well, this, the stork dropped me off right at the, the front door of the office. Uh, <laughs> wow, that's pretty that how babies arrive by a stork? That's what they say. I mean, if you still believe that, I mean, you probably believe in Q and all this other shit too. If you yeah. believe that, well, you know. But uh, I, I've not had the uh, pleasure of. Uh, well, <laughs> I don't think any man has had the pleasure of birthing a child, but I have no uh, lineage of my own yet to to witness. So yeah, I promise you. I promise you, it's not happened. I, I j- just take it off the table. It's not happened, right? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so so ryan we got to know each other through the um uh protege drew blank there for a minute through through the protege um and 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 you were you know um tell me about your experience on that um i had a great time it was uh the biggest thing for me of that was was building my network network even more uh and then now season two as a coach uh, I'm actually enjoying the coaching side more than the contestant side, similar to that uh, love to win or you know hate to lose, um, helping four people win. Um, That's right. Four of them have been engaged and actively doing it. Uh, my tough spot last year going through the protege uh, in a family business dynamic and looking to launch Connecticut Risk was what I put together through the protege. Um, I, I presented my my dad with a uh, 1099 sales contract, and he wouldn't sign it. So, so I, I mean, he probably he doesn't he won't watch this, but like, so I don't get paid commission. Um, and that was a goal of mine to 
utilize Connecticut Risk and the protege for how a traditional salesperson would be in most agencies set up. Gotcha. Interesting. So, so that is, so it helped you in other ways. It helped you personally with the agency and stuff like that. Cause I know, I mean, so you still work with dad and stuff like that. We are. Uh, and, uh, so I got him to, uh, <laughs> sign a contract. I've grown up, uh, signing contracts my whole life. You know, I want to get a bicycle, had to sign a contract, uh, borrowed videos from my grandparents' house, had to sign a contract, uh, and return them in a due manner. Um, so we, for real, for real, you're not joking, Ryan Keating here. You literally had to sign contracts to do stuff like that. Oh yeah. Yeah. Uh, wow. Our first dog, well, there's a dog when I was born, uh, at the insurance company that birthed me. (laughs) Um, but we got a dog. He passed away when I was like third grade and I kept, you know, as kids do when we get a dog, when we get a dog. So we put a contract in place of when I get straight A's, we'll get another dog. And, uh, yeah. <laughs> so have those, so have those worked as motivators in your life since it's, you've done it since uh, such a young age? Um, well, it's like a goal in ways per se, if you, you start looking at it, but, uh, I mean, I never yeah. got straight A's again. <laughs> so, well, so- you know, I mean, if you make the goal high enough and, uh, unattainable, Maybe that works, right? Need a million dollars in revenue. All right, that's going to take some work. And if you get there, um, well, did, well, that was well, that was what we that's what, that was the contract we signed the other day, like two nights. A ago. million dollars in revenue? Yeah, yeah. Well, here, I guess because I'm mobile. I mean, it's gonna. It doesn't look great, but. <laughs> uh, and then they got edited to uh to to, to the process to start the exit versus, you know. Whatever I was like, you know, Mike. So who signed that? My dad and I. Wow. Because the process of so one of the hardest things in uh and I know your son's being active, right, with you? Correct. Um the the generational difference of where people are in an agency, I think, you know, the traditional insurance method is you build a book of business. And then you have your business within a business. Um is an interesting model of the insurance world. But where my using my, my life and my dad as an example, he needs to take out of the business his retirement, his future per se. Whereas mm. to build and grow, you know, you know, you put money in. So we're at that awkward paradigm of you know, and being back five years going on six, he can do and maintain how it's been for five, ten years. He's only sixty four. Correct. So that was part of what came up there. And so the, the goal of a million dollars in revenue, he will retire, which we're around. Um, but having, it started with a conversation about burnout and a LinkedIn post I saw and burnout people think is being overworked, but there's other factors like this started on lack of alignment, uh, shared vision, shared goals. So I found out the other night, his goal is the million dollars in revenue. And then he would, retire and then he realized wait we're almost there start the process to my sister's involved so her and i the transition in how that would look so it's going to be much deeper than the top of the box sign contract right. but you know that stems back to i like it 
<laughs> it's great you guys are having that conversation, right? Because that's sometimes the hardest part is to get that conversation going and then getting dad to understand. And when I was talking about a million dollars in revenue, I was talking about for a producer, right? So like, you know, that's some of the stuff David teaches and other things is you want to be a million dollar producer. And so if you made that and you signed a contract on that, obviously you'd probably fulfill it because you're pretty good at contracts. So your sister works in the business with you? Yep. Yeah, she's been here about. And what does she do? Is she a producer, or what does she do? Well, well, so <laughs> the uh, the old my, in my in my dad's mind, I'm throwing him under the bus here. Unfortunately, he'll uh, he'll make actually watch this, but uh, he might. That's what's hard of you know. It's like we do everything, and as you know, but in his mind, it's like your job is to just produce and sell. But there's more that goes into it, and uh, mm-hmm. and then you know, well, the social media, the marketing. Like I had a podcast going for almost two years. My buddy and I locally, weekly did a podcast and um, we'd record during the day and this. And he was like, oh, like why? He didn't understand at the time what that meant. It was like, you should be working. Um, Mm -hmm. And it's the older mindset too, like at your desk and this. But there's more to building a network than being at a desk. and um. Right. We're traditionally personal lines. So, so part of the protege too helped push past that path of getting into the commercial space more than, you know, a lot of rental properties, this and that, but. Um, right. Have you still maintain that a year later? Oh yeah. Yes. Yeah. We got, I got a nice, uh, the, uh, home healthcare, the aid industry is, I think a, a nice market and I've been able to work some stuff around there. Mm-hmm. People get are a lot of those non for profits. No, no, it's no? but they're narrow for margins profit. Uh, because they're utilizing Medicaid and health insurance payments or pain in the butt. Um, yeah, interesting, interesting. So, you know, that's that's a, that's it's an interesting dynamic of where you know you're coming from because, like I said, you guys are now having the conversation. You're now moving it forward. That's awesome. You've got some scratch over there which only means something probably to you guys but it's a it's an agreement on where you're going so is your sister and you gonna walk away 50 50 well that's part of the uh when you don't have the conversations until it happens uh how my grandfather and, and, and dad transitioned was this is the number give me a check and he walked away and there wasn't any transition um and unfortunately too kind of you know what you know and that's what my dad knows. So working and putting a plan in place, he didn't go through that process. Mm-hmm. And so her and I are trying to get him to that point. Um, Does he want to stay on, Ryan? Well, he has, you know, it's, it's probably like you, some days you wish you were retired. Some days you're like, well, I can do this for another hundred years. Well said, well said. Um, but outside of, the agency he you know he would be a great he, his wealth of knowledge is great uh like consulting this but there's no he's never had avenues for that which is i think a part of like you put on brain share you've built your network um connecting agents since social media has done that a lot too versus 20 30 mm-hmm. years ago um it was very silo siloized if that's a word um it is right now yeah uh, we're in Castle Land, so you know. Um, that's right. 
And I think now there's the camaraderie and the make everyone better mindset helps a lot too, where that'll lead to opportunities. Um, for him though, it's, you know, his comfort levels at his, you know, working six days a week. And, uh, my mom was like, we can get an RV and travel around the U S and I'm like, well, neither of you guys are good drivers and can't see. So that's not good for anyone. <laughs> <laughs> like, like who's going to drive? Yeah. <laughs> Hello, loyal listeners. Hey, are you a local agent struggling to find markets for your client? Maybe you, maybe not. Look no further than Nation Brokerage Solutions. With over 200 carriers, their comprehensive options give you what you need for your customers' ever-changing needs. With NBS, as they say it in the cool world, you can confidently offer a wide range of options to better support your customers and grow your business, A.K. agency. Don't settle for less. Do more with NBS. For more information about Nationwide Brokerage Solutions, visit nbsbrokerage.com. Cast certified. You know, a lot of times people too, I mean, family relationships, they're going to you know, get a, pay him 10, 20% up and then float it over the next five years or something like that to where you totally pay him off. I mean, and, and that's the easiest, you know, especially if it's a, if it's a family business, so you don't have to go out and get your own funding and pay interest. Yeah. Sometimes that, that'll work. So. <clears throat> well, that's one of the, you know, like you say uh, all the time that the insurance industry is the greatest industry ever God, created or however you think I, yeah. Uh, and what's great with that too, every agent's run, every agency is run differently. Yeah. And when you look at acquisitions or growth, and you can do things a hundred different ways to to make it work. Uh, one of the best things, you know, from my dad, a positive, not you know, the bus is going reverse this time for him. Uh, he always said the best way to deal is when both parties win. Mm-hmm. Um, since I was young, one hundred percent right. That's probably like one of my biggest takeaways. Of that, and that's what makes insurance. You know, you look at a, a deal. We don't sell a product that has a tangible feel good to it. Mm-hmm. People buy insurance because they have to, per se. It's required by law. Um, <laughs> it's required by a contract. You know, you're taking a you're buying a house, getting a mortgage. They require you by contract to have homeowners insurance. Um, yeah, and the media. People think they should save money. They they generally have a bad experience with insurance via health insurance because that's a whole wild world. But you're not the, the sales psychology behind insurance is we're selling something that people, when they need it, it's at a time of loss, so it's not a positive experience. Um, mm-hmm. And they, it's also something that hopefully they never have to use. But the other side of it, it is, and it's another my dad saying, uh, predictive outcomes. In general, using personal lines, you will have some type of auto claim, uh, homeowners claim. Like so, it's predictive outcome. You're predicting if this, then that. Um, do you know? Do you know about parametric insurance? No, I do not. So, uh, it's a new uh, area that I'm very interested in, and it's based on that if this, then that. More consumer focused and finite payments. So they've been using it, say, on the coast. Um, if the wind speed hits 100 miles per hour, then they're going to pay $25,000 to any policyholder. 
uh, instead of having to deal with. So, so they figured out like the threshold of wind damage happens at X. And generally the average claim is Y. So if this, then that, and it's very easy for consumers to understand. Um, huh. I like that. That's interesting. Um, and so that's so, so what's that called again? Parametric. Parametric. Yeah. Uh, and so when I missed your fine brain share conference, where I really want to go, I've actually never been to Kansas City. Um, I forget things. It was nice. Um, Insure Tech Hartford here locally had a large conference with international attendees. Um, and getting out of the agent world and, and in the insure tech space of this, you're around innovators, different stuff. And so, so I never would have heard of that if I didn't go. Um, but that's mm-hmm. what uh, there was a panel talking about with a carrier from Travelers uh, consultant. Uh, actually, one of my clients was up there too. For they run a company called Intelligence, um, and then there was a fourth member uh, from an, an MGA. But uh, it was very interesting to see, and like so, that's what's happening on the bigger side. Big, you know, we're mm-hmm. front end as agents. It creates more of a proactive nature of carriers, right? Rather than waiting for the claims to come in, they're giving a taking a more proactive approach with their thought that if we do this, not only if we do this as a carrier, then the client, then we will actually save on the amount of claims we pay out over the long haul. Absolutely. And so that was a big, the, the, we usually work in a reactive world mm-hmm. um, as agents and, and, and the older model too, renewals and this, when I came on board, you know, customer experience is huge in every industry and me coming back, it's like we need to be like sending out birthday cards to clients. And my, my dad was like, well, that's going to cost us three grand a year. I'm like, yeah, but the proactive is showing you care. We make much more than three grand off them. Like that's a small number in the big picture. You want people going back to the sales process of it. They're buying a product and trusting us to insure them, but they hope they never use it. So how do they right. feel value and, and the connection to, to us as their agent agency? Um, and that's rapidly changed very quickly. Um, overall, the insurance industry has been a bit laggard. Um, but it's interesting. Like if you reach out to people before their renewal, Back in the day, oh, it's going to cause them to start thinking about it and shop. You, it used to just, you know, used to do stuff through the mail and fax, like right digitalization. And- right, and and the thing is, is that I mean, uh, uh, you know, and we've we've learned off of those. You know, Billy Williams talks about contacting them sixty days before and having a conversation with them about, you know, hey, want to let you know we're looking at it. Da 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 da. When you call back to set up an appointment, a lot of times they don't set up the appointment with you and they stay. It's just the fact that they know that something's going on. Um, I was at BrainShare and they were talking about a guy who he uses this for uh, phone drops, right? So he's got the slide dial business. He's uh, has all of the um, uh, birthdays in there. And he's got a, hey, this is so-and-so from, you know, hey, this is Jason from the Insurance Alliance. Just uh, wanted to wish you a happy birthday. Everybody here, appreciate your business. And then, and that's an automatic recording that gets dropped automatically. And I think Paradiso said that's like one or two cents um, uh, a call to do that. And 
I, you know, you, you look at those different types of things and you can see, um, I like this, if this, then that I, I like that. It gives me something to actually look into and read more about. Very interesting, Ryan. Yeah. Oh, I think it's, uh, I have a call on Friday with one of the, the, the women who was on the panel. Um, so I look forward. I, I mean, it's, it was, that was my biggest takeaway from the, uh, conference and, and I was really excited to learn about it and, and learning more about it. Um, the other takeaway I had too, um, well, there was a few, but personal cyber insurance, um, and where that market's going to go. There's no standalone products right now. Harford steam boiler has an endorsement. Uh, you guys don't have Plymouth Rock in your area. I think they're just in New England. No, we don't. Have you seen any carriers that have taken on uh, the no, personal cyber? Industry? I haven't. Uh, but it's needed. It is. I and mean, we're going into, there was a whole breakout panel on uh, <laughs> the metaverse uh, and what it is and where that's going to be for insurance. I mean, people own digital real estate um, and retail and avatar like there's like you can well yeah i mean <laughs> i say you you can have an avatar yeah. and try and address um uh, you might like that jason i don't know but uh <laughs> uh they're, they're, ch they're changing <laughs> no but you're making some very good points here i mean, um, I mean there's a lot of digital real estate that needs to be protected yeah um and really it's not cyber liability it's cyber insurance that is something that we've really messed up it's not your liability for you doing something to somebody else, cyber, it's the fact that your shit gets taken or, or held ransom or something of that nature. You know, I, I think a lot of people, well, what if they steal your, you know, what if you have somebody else's data and it gets stolen from somewhere else? Well, there's that's not actually a liability. That's actually data compromise, right? Someone stole my data. Now I need to notify people. Now we need to try to recover the data. But it's, it, I think there's a cyber liability. And I'll be honest with you, Ryan, I didn't know that until I was in Tampa um, last year and I was at the boot camp and the cyber guy was talking and he really broke that down. And I was like, oh shit, it's not cyber liability, you know, it's cyber insurance. So it's, um, and so you're talking about that on a personal level, right? Getting Absolutely. that cyber insurance for that digital stuff. You're and right. As, as a standalone product, um, because then, you, I mean, you look at large cities too, where people you know, don't own homes or this, they're renters. So yeah, you could have an endorsement to your renter's policy, but most uh, apartment is included in their, in your rent, you know, so they pay it separately. Um, but so as a standalone product, it's a great low barrier of entry too, to bring someone into your network mm -hmm. and database. Um but also as we get into like people owning NFTs, digital currencies and things like that too. Uh, and where that's going right. to fall. And, uh, you know, there's identity fraud, but that's more on a transactional basis. Like if your credit card gets stolen or used, then you know, the credit card company just plays with funny money and like they take it back. <laughs> right. But the, uh, and, and even uh, like cyber bullying or, the social your social media accounts get hacked someone uses your identity digitally and falsifies things like that it's a whole world that's gonna you know how do you protect yourself personally for that and uh god i can only imagine you trying to explain this shit to your dad <laughs> i mean just you know just and, and that's no disrespect you know what i mean it's just like trying to wrap his hat right or 
trying to, a lot of people of his age are trying to wrap their mind around things happening today, let alone trying to get them to build off of that and figure out, I mean, this shit's hard for us to wrap our heads around in five to 10 years, you know? Yeah. And it's, and so I met a, a company out of Israel um, that we had a good talk with uh, yesterday. And we're going to, I'm trying to building a pilot idea with them. And uh, I think I got to create an MGA or something too, but uh, I like their product. It was exactly what I've been thinking of. And I met the guy right at the end of the conference. I'm like, wait, you're doing what? I'm going to talk. And like everything I was just talking about and thinking about, they've already created and they have, he's like, we got over 30,000 policyholders in Israel. Uh, but they haven't found anyone to partner with COVID and travel. So the U.S. has been untapped for them, uh, which was another takeaway. My parametric was the biggest takeaway. This connection was my best, biggest connection of the conference. But the other thing I took away is these insure techs need distribution. And, uh, you know, there's, there's SaaS software as a service, but there really is also a need for sales as a service. Uh, uh-huh. And I actually I had a call with Hanley yesterday. We talked about this a little bit too. Um, and it's basically you're playing matchmaker and you pick winners. So you pick companies that are going to win to match with when you build a distribution channel. Um, and so that's another large big picture idea that I'm going to be working through. Wow, so dude. I didn't know you had large big picture ideas like this. So this is interesting. I would have, the next time we talk, we're going to angle more to that. Wrapping this up, anything else you want to say? Um, as best as I almost, I've never been to Illinois, but then I remember Chicago's in Illinois and I have been to Chicago. So <laughs> yeah, I'm five hours South of there. Yeah. Yeah. No, yes. Yeah. You're in the, you're in the mainland. Uh, mm-hmm. Chicago's its own little world. Um, it is. That's the truth. <laughs> but, uh, no, no, no. I'm, I'm glad you got me on. Um, and well, this was a great conversation. I'm, I guarantee you the loyal listeners have loved this. This has just been us going back and forth. This has been great. Yeah. And nice short and sweet too. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, I've been shortening all mine. I've been trying to keep them under 30, 30 minutes. So yeah, it's, well, it's, unless it's, it's Hanley and I yelling at each other about politics, then it goes an hour. I'm dropping yeah. F-bombs. Uh, yeah, lots of them. Well, I mean, even just talking that, throw, throw uh, like, so so the protege, he was one of my coaches, and, and that really, he's been a great resource and just guy to talk with. Um, I'm excited. Like, so his rogue risk thing, there was a time, like, I was like, well, why? he's like, why don't you come work for Rogue? And I almost did. Um, as we've gone through, you know, my dad and I in this and to sell nationally versus locally, um, the platform I think is fantastic that he's built. And then now that he's built the connection mm-hmm. with SIAA for, so back to distribution. So now he's got a larger resource for distribution. Um, it's very interesting and mm-hmm. excited to see where he takes it. I agree. I agree. I think he's going to take it to the world. I mean, I've ta- I've taken it. He's been wanting to do this. He wanted to do this in the health uh, health industry. He wanted to create little um, offices all across America. He's going to do it. He's got the resources of SIA now, as you said. I mean, that's a lot behind him. Um, you know, it's actually been a pleasure knowing Ryan for 12 years. Uh, Ryan and I have been through some shit. We've talked about it before him and I talked about it. Um, it wasn't easy at the beginning for him and I. Um, talking about, I mean, and once again, if your father's listening to this, talking to someone of his generation, as you mentioned, um, it, it, it was, there were no Ryan Keatings. There were no David Carruthers. There were no Nicholas Ayers. They were none of that. There was me, Ryan, and maybe Brent Kelly 
that were pushing it and people were telling us we were the most immature people. We'd never make it in the industry. You know, our thoughts were stupid and all this stuff. I mean, it was brutal, dude. Um, we would take that stuff in an open environment. Um, and now we have these conversations about what's happening in the future. And I greatly appreciate you being a part of it, dude. I really, truly do. All right, man. I mean, I think like you say, it's the, you know, the greatest industry God ever created. And, and there's so much more to it than being an agent per se. Um, mm -hmm. So much more. Someone told me time, like the, if, if insurance, the insurance industry was a country, it'd be the third highest GDP uh, behind yes. China in the US. Um, and, and I think as agents, we get stuck in the, the not narrow-minded, but our, our day-to-day is dealing with usually reactive issues for our mm -hmm. clients. And taking a step back, the industry as a whole, there's so much going on in it. Um, and, and there's a lot. One guy told me, oh, I used to sell uh, credit card processing, uh, gypsy sales, as I was told I was doing. But uh, <laughs> the guy who was my sales guy, I learned a lot doing that. It was a great foundational sales training. Um, actually, Kyle Hope uh, Carruthers co-host and his protege, mm -hmm. uh, Sidcor was the parent company. We both went through their program. It's a great foundation of sales. But um, my sales coach there, a million ways to make a million dollars. Uh, back to the you know, million dollar book of revenue producer is your is the pinnacle mm -hmm. insurance goal. But yeah, you know, a million ways to make a million dollars, and the insurance industry provides a lot of those opportunities. A lot of those opportunities. Man, I appreciate it. I really do appreciate it. All you loyal listeners out there, um, you know, everything that we talked about here, we talked about opportunity just as Ryan was talking a minute ago. And it makes me remember the five laws and the five truths of insurance. Um, I have said that there are five truths. The first two have to do with you personally. The last three have to do with you giving back. And what I say is, is number one, flexible schedule. Number two is financial freedom. Number three is a community builder, uh, someone in your community that means somebody. You then can have an empire that you build. That's the great thing about the opportunity Ryan was talking about. And number five is mentorship. You know, flexible schedule, financial freedom, someone in your community, empire builder, and mentor. If you can do those things, not many industries um, offer that. And number six, residual income. Nothing better than that, baby. Do the work once, maybe twice, get paid for a long time. What in the hell was that? That was, that was the air horn. Oh, that. Ah, I'm going to get the air horn. I'm going to get the air horn. I'm telling you. Uh. <laughs> oh, shit. Hey, we're going to see you later. Check it out. I'm Cass. He's Ryan. See you later. Hey agents, listen to this, listen to this. What are we terrible at? Think of it, think of it, really. We're, we're terrible at training, right? We're not very good at hiring. We're not very good, terrible at firing actually. Uh, terrible at creating process and some workflows. Terrible at technology and implementing that technology and even knowing what type of technology we want. And the list goes on and on. Now listen, I'm an agency owner and I, you know how it is to, to fix a problem. The first thing you gotta do is you gotta admit you have a problem. Here's what you do. Go to virtualintel.com, check out what we do. Cause we do all those bad things that you can't do, really. And you may do one or two of them well. Good for you if you can do them all. 
just want you to know you're in the minority. But if you can't do any of them good, or you don't even want to do them anymore because it just takes too much mental power, then good for you for realizing that and give us a call. I'm telling you, in virtual intelligence, that's what we do. And where we specialize in high quality VEs, not virtual assistants. Look it up. Go to ChatGPT. Put in what's the difference between a virtual assistant and a virtual employee. Enough said. I don't have enough time to go on and on about all the differences on this 60 second commercial, but you've got time to search it and look at it. That's what we do. We deliver high quality VEs. We mix the technology with it. We train them on the technology, give them and the technology to you and you're off to the races. I'm not joking with you. You can call my agency at any time, ask for Lordland. And we do ask her, say, how fast are you able to do quotes? I've actually got a couple videos of it. That's right. We can do five to 10 carriers in one quote in three to seven minutes. So you give me an auto quote, I can do five to 10 carriers in three to seven minutes. How are we doing it? We're doing it through the technology of virtual intelligence. Give us a call, check us out. You can ask for me personally, I'll do the demo for you. Who are they? Cast certified.